Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's up, guys? We are here with Sean Doyer. Uh, Dwyer? Dwyer. Dwyer. See, I don't know. I, I, my, I saw that. I thought there was an O there. I don't know why. But Sean Dwyer uh, from Husqvarna. And this is a really cool uh, opportunity that we're having today to sit down and talk today. I'm really appreciative for you sitting down with me. Um, Husqvarna is a product that I feel like we were talk- chatting the other day. I don't remember who it was with. But I feel like the, really when you think Husqvarna, you think of residential grade mower most of the time. It's what, the, what it's been in the past. But that's not where we want to go in the future, right? I mean, that's, he said that looking for 2023 is – we really want to get into that commercial space. And I mm. think that commercial mowers are made pretty purely from Husqvarna. I think they're made pretty well. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you do here at Husqvarna and then how we can get into the commercial space with uh, with these mowers and help people out. Cool. Well, let me ground you a little bit first off because yeah. from the Husqvarna side, the one thing I always like to tell people is, you know, Husqvarna has been around for 333 years. I did not know that. That's crazy. It is one of the longest continually running companies in existence. It's been really? around a very, very long time. Started building rifles and things like that. And, and actually is very, very well known in the professional uh, landscape and in the handheld, particularly chainsaws, stuff yep, like that's, that. And that's how I know Husqvarna is chainsaw. Normally, you know, if you ask people, do you know Husqvarna? You always hear, yeah, great chainsaw, great motorcycle, or great sewing machine. I mean, that's typically what you'll get. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been around a very, very long time, very premium product, of course. And in the commercial landscape, we've been in commercial landscape product going on 20 years now. Yeah. So a very long time. Uh, the important thing, I think, when you're, uh, you know, as a new landscaper, you're trying to get into the business type of thing. Uh, what I try to tell people is always buy as much of a product as you can afford. Yes. Because if, yeah. if you're buying low... You're going you're gonna to kill yourself with repair costs and failures yeah. and that type of stuff. And, and time is money when you're cutting grass, right? Yep, absolutely. That's, that's what keeps your business running. Is you, downtime is bad time. And you got that. I like that saying. I should get a yeah. tattoo of that. But <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when, in our commercial series, I mean, you get up in the 500-class product. I mean, yep. the stuff's built. It's a 3,000-hour design life, and it's Kawasaki-powered, and Hydrogear drive systems and stuff is built to last a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, cutting decks are some of the best cutting decks in the industry and, and most durable in the in- industry. So yeah. it's, uh, you, you really are going to get the most bang for your buck. Sometimes there's a bit of sticker shock out there. But another one, big advantage on the Husqvarna side is because we have wheeled product and handheld product mm-hmm. and some pretty uh, aggressive uh, purchasing deals and lease plans and that type of stuff, you can buy all of it at once. Yeah, Husqvarna does a lot of bundles, right? I've seen a lot of that. A lot of bundle that's stuff. that's a great entry level, I feel like. It's a perfect opportunity to get it all at the same time, yeah. not to mention one guy to deal with, one dealer. Yep, yep. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, why not get into the Husqvarna side and, and get everything at one one crack. You know? Yeah, no, absolutely. So where are we looking 2022, 2023 moving forward? We know battery powered is a big thing. Um, battery powered mowers are obviously coming out left and right. I know y'all have a GPS operated mower. We're sitting here. I'm watching this thing as we're recording this one that you map it out and it mm-hmm. mows itself. So 
What is the future looking like commercially for Husqvarna, for the guys that, like we said, it, it's an entry level, it's, it's a really good entry level product. Not to say it's not a good product overall. You can use it all the time mm -hmm. in your business. But it getting into it is really something I feel like a lot of new guys, Husqvarna could be a good route for them. Absolutely. So how, how are we looking, how is Husqvarna looking to grow the commercial side and really make those products where not not only are you entering the the industry with them but you're staying with them for the for the life of the yeah. business uh, well i mean right now of course we've got a full full range of commercial zero turns all the way up to 72 inch yeah. power uh, this year we're launching a 38 and a half horsepower 60 inch version so i mean that's wow. amazing power so i mean we're we're, co we're pretty covered there uh, you'll start seeing uh, some gravitation towards battery because mm -hmm. everybody's starting to get their minds around the whole battery thing now. And, yep. and it brings with it a, a certain level of challenges. Yeah, it does. But a certain level of opportunity as time goes by. And then, uh, as you mentioned, the unit outside, we are uh, looking at some semi-autonomous product. Yep. Semi-autonomous meaning you can use the product like it is normally designed, but if the opportunity arose that you could cut something autonomously, you can map the area, hit a button, and it'll go cut it. Yeah, which is crazy to me. I think it's really cool that you're not you're not just saying this this mower can only run bat like on its own, but you can if I have if I cut a baseball field, I can just let it mow while I weeded it or something. Exactly, like, it's crazy. And then if you had to use it on a couple residential properties you that you couldn't do go. autonomous, just yeah. go cut it. Yeah, yeah. So it gives you the best of both worlds. Uh, you know, petrol right now, uh, petrol's not going away anytime soon. No, yes, no, battery's no. going to be around, but I mean, petrol's going to be We saw yesterday, batteries, battery has its flaws. So. <laughs> well, no comment. Yeah. But the, uh, it's definitely something that the, uh, you'll see expansion a certain amount on the autonomous yeah. stuff. You'll st see expansion on battery. Anything that can maximize efficiency. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, a key to that, for example, is you start seeing more big horsepower stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. See more big deck stuff. Because as the manpower decreases, you can't get people to work. You've got to make the people that are working more efficient. More valuable, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you'll see a lot of that type of stuff, I think. Yeah. No, that's really cool. So what does somebody need to do to get in touch with maybe getting into the, to the industry, like I said, looking at one of those bundle products? Well, let's hit on that real fast. If maybe they don't know about a bundle product, what is that? What is? I know we said we can buy everything, but how do they go about doing that? We have over 2,500 dealers across the country. Yeah. Go to your local Husqvarna dealership. Uh, they will essentially with that bundle plan, and it changes during the year, different programs and whatnot. But it, there's always some kind of option where you can buy a, a, a wheel piece of equipment, handheld piece of equipment, and all of the product that you're buying at that one time uh, create a point system, if you will. Once yeah. you get to a certain level of points, that allows you to buy it at a discount, and then that discount carries on for the balance of the year. Wow, cool. So it's uh, it, again, it gives you an opportunity to get it all at once, get one payment. One great discount value, yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know, be with Husqvarna brand and, and one one uh, dealership to deal with. For sure, buddy. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share about the commercial side of the mowers? I mean, I know that's your, your specialty, so hey, I, don't I mean, leave uh, out. <laughs> I love product. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, our, we're known for cutting decks. Cutting yeah. performance on the four and five hundred classes uh, is, is the probably the best out there. I can say that. You know, yeah, somebody's got to yeah. prove me wrong. <laughs> But it's, uh, I can attest to that. I, I hopped on one of those yesterday. I was out in the demo yard, and I was like, I want to get, because I knew we were doing this interview. I said, I want to go hop on one of these touch yeah. I want to see what it's really made of. And it, I mean, it felt good. I mean, yeah. I, it felt really good. I looked it over, and I was like, this is, this is a pretty impressive machine. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, we're all about cut quality and cut performance, and then we test incredibly well on the commercial stuff. We yeah. test almost to a fault how much we test that product. Mm. So it's very durable, very well-built product. And uh, that's what you need in commercial uh, commercial 
uh, operation. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of that. I don't want to. I don't want a new product coming to market that hasn't been tested. Um, I want to know it's time tested. That when I spend however much money on a mower, I want it to go to work for exactly. me and not have a bunch of downtime. So, and well, of course, don't forget, we've been around 333 years. Yeah, yeah. We ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can depend on the brand. We're going to be here, and we're going to keep evolving. And as you can see with robotics and autonomous and all this type of stuff, we just keep on moving ahead. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I appreciate your time today. I think we're going to actually t chat some battery uh, handheld equipment now. You talk so, to Jack. He'll fill you in on how great that stuff yeah, is. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because that's, that's, a, that's a whole thing that I, I'm really – I don't know how that's going to go moving forward. Ba I'm honestly more intrigued by battery-powered mowers than I am the handheld equipment. So I'm interested to see about this and, and see. What I can tell you, handheld like. is going to make that that shift far quicker than wheeled will. Really, really, it, it's a phenomenal product, lightweight, simple to operate. It's wonderful stuff, yeah. and Jack will fill you in on it. Awesome. Well, let's get in touch with Jack and uh, have a have a good rest of the interview. Thanks, thanks, for buddy. Me appreciate today, it. Yes, sir. Ready to charge up your business and take it to the next level? Well, plug in and join us for Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2022. Don't miss this electrifying opportunity to hear from our top industry professionals. Get powered up in this high-energy atmosphere, learning trade industry knowledge and ways to level up your thinking. This high-energy teaching and networking event is full of motivational information, giveaways, and trade industry secrets. Take charge and register now for the industry's largest training event of the year, Launchrepreneur Academy Live 2022. All around, it's just a great experience. I didn't realize how important that LAL is. You get more than you you spend at a four, for a four-year degree. Man, I can't wait. This has been a great event, and I will definitely be back next year. Take charge and register now. Entrepreneur Academy Live is Saturday, November 12th in Novi, Michigan. And we're going to get a little bit more detail. I want to help you guys grow larger companies, more crews, more profitable businesses, a little bit more X's and O's. And the link to register is in the podcast description. What's up, guys? So we're here still at the Husqvarna booth with Jack Easterly uh, with uh, Husqvarna. He is the battery handheld equipment guy. He's the professional from, from that, from what I understand. So, Jack, what I really want to do is, is tell our listeners about the how, how far has battery-powered handheld equipment come and, like, what is the future moving forward? Because I feel like the, the common question is, well, it's, it's going to run out of battery. Like, there's not enough time. Do they have good heads on them? Do they have professional-grade heads on them? Am I going to have to replace the string every five minutes? Um, so what is Husqvarna offering in that handheld equipment world? Yeah, so it's come a long way. I mean, if the past five years, you know, battery part equipment started to make, you know, kind of show itself in the yeah. professional space. Very popular, obviously, in the residential world. Um, but in the pro space, there's been a doubt. You know, the range anxiety is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, of course, battery life, battery times. Uh, but not, not only that, but performance as well. Yep. Power is it just as powerful as my gas power stuff. Um, it's come a long way. Um, I think you know all of our equipment you know, meets or exceeds all of its gas-powered equivalency. But really, what you also said, um, you know, I think the big thing right now is charging systems. Mm -hmm. You know, as you look at a landscape crew, you know, you may have six pieces of uh, handheld tools, maybe a couple string trimmers, head trimmers, a few backpack blowers, maybe a chainsaw. Um, but you really, what you're, you're going to spend the money on is really the batteries. Yeah. You know, Eighty percent of that might be just in batteries and chargers alone. Uh, for a crew because pros are using so much more energy than a residential customer. So I think paying attention to the batteries of each of these uh, the manufacturers out there is a really important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. What is Husqvarna offering battery-wise that, I mean, 
that would really entice the pro? I mean, is it and how long is our run times? Are we are we going to have to charge them multiple times a day? What does that look like? Yeah, so you really for run times, power, and weight, um, you, you really kind of we have to balance those, you know, eff- effectively for yeah. professionals. Um, run times right now on a string trimmer with 095 line. I mean, you can get 55 minutes out of our BLI 300 battery. Yeah. Um, I, I do think our batteries are a lot larger and much more energy dense. If you really? look at the weight to watt hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, knowing knowing what to learn about what, what to look at in batteries is also very important. You don't want to look at just voltage and amp hours. You got to look at the watt hours, which is the nominal voltage times the amp hours, mm-hmm. and that's basically the equivalent of your fluid ounce in the gas world. Yeah. So if okay. you're going to oh, what's the fuel tank size? It's 22 fluid ounces. You know, the, the industry is going to shift, and it already is, you know, to someone asking, how many watt hours is that battery? Yeah. Because that's what that you, get, you have to know. Um, and most manufacturers, you can just read it, you know, right on the battery. So if I pick one of these up, you can see what What that, is, what are these? For example, the BLI 300 is 337. Okay. Our big backpack battery is 1,120 watt hours. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to, I think the industry is going to shift in even just the vocabulary of how people talk yeah. about this stuff. Um, what we're starting to see that here, actually, at this show. Everyone seems pretty... Pretty knowledge about this stuff. Really? Just four or five years ago, you know, yeah. nobody was like, what's this? You know, How many volts is it? And it's like, well, that's the wrong thing to ask. Yeah, that's the wrong <laughs> question. Exactly. you got to ask the right questions. If you right. listen to uh, Wednesday's show, then you understand you got to ask the right questions with the right people when you're having those conversations. So yeah. my next question is, what is the future of the battery? Is there room for growth? Is there room for improvement? Because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, 55 minutes, that's good, but yeah. we're still in the beginning years. Like, I think battery yeah. has a long way to go. I mean, I'm, I could be trimming eight hours a day. And I know, obviously, you can have multiple batteries. You switch them out. You charge them. But mm-hmm. where is the improvement going to be moving forward? Is there room to improve to get to two hours runtime, things like that moving forward in years to come, obviously? Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good question. There isn't a, I'd say, a pivotal, or pivotal um, technology yeah. on the horizon that we see. Okay. Um, you know, lithium ion, lithium polymer, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty much around the same power density and run times and performance and things like that but okay. um, tool design is an important thing you know you can see on our tools we have what's called a pass-through battery design yeah so we're not limited by you know the depth of how far a battery can go in the tool for example um, we can really make the battery as large as we want but again you're going to sacrifice weight at that point yeah so then it becomes how much is someone willing to you know carry around carry in their hands all day right um, we do have some things on the horizon that are you know can provide that hour hour and a half yeah up to two hour for cool. some of the handheld tools um and, that, and when you say that, you're saying, like, that's continuous run time. Yeah, that's, that's... That's like pulling the trigger, you're pulling running... Pulling the trigger, and your string is hitting grass. Or okay, you may so be see, that, that that makes a difference. You, I feel like that's something that should be explained. Not you, I'm just saying in, gen, mm-hmm. in general. When you say 55 hours run time, you're not saying, like, it's plugged in and you're just, like, walking around feathering it. Like, you're you're hammering it hard. Yeah, that's, that, that's another minutes. important thing if you're talking about, you know, beginners or whoever get just now getting into battery stuff is... <clears throat> looking at the operators and how they use things, you know, we've witnessed, you know, operators carrying the string. The, if they're doing an HOA and they're doing 100 homes or so, they're, yeah. they're going to be carrying the string, the uh, uh, trimmer across the driveway, and they're just holding the throttle because they're you know, used for, to that they're gas just power. Used to that. Right, yep, right. Yep. That's just wasting battery life. Yeah. Um, another thing is we know, <laughs> we know we make these nice fancy guards on our string trimmers, but we know people take them off. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. We don't recommend that. Uh, they're designed to you know keep the line at a certain length, of course, and yeah. protect don't things overwork. from being flown. Right. Yeah. Uh, really helps protect two-stroke engines, but on battery, taking that guard off or avoiding that, you know, running that longer line, it is going to eat into your battery life. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the run times that we post are based on having that guard on and yeah. keeping that line at the true uh, cutting width that it's made to. Um, but yeah, back to the operator side. I mean, knowing how to use battery, not feathering the throttle. You know, people are always 
Yeah, yeah, sitting there. Revving yeah. it, you know, doing yeah. the thing. I know so. how it goes. I have a lawn maintenance company, so I know how it is. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So what is the – what? That, I feel like we've talked mainly trimmers. What is, like, the – the? well, have y'all gotten into electric – I mean, to battery-powered chainsaws? Yes. That, okay. What is that? What is that? Because I know Husqvarna, we were talking earlier with Sean, like, Husqvarna, that's what I know Husqvarna is, is yep, chainsaws. absolutely. So is that is that world taking off just as good as the this stuff, or is it better? I mean, 100%. I think the uh, our top handle arborist saw the T540i XP. Yeah. That's been ex- uh, very, very successful. I just think the value that the, that type of tool adds in battery mm-hmm. over gas is, yep. is, is is monumental. Again, not having to start a tr- in the, inside of a tree, yep, up yep. in a tree, aloft. Um, you don't have fumes in your face as you're using a top handle yes. saw and many different You don't have to get angles. burned by the muffler. <laughs> yeah, some people like it in the, in the cold, though. It's a, yeah, it's that's a right. You put your hands next to it, <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah, I, the top handle saws, those have really, really taken off. Yeah. And those, again, we've been making uh, different versions of those for the past five, six years. Cool. And really... I think we're I think we're the best in the industry by far in yeah. the battery chainsaw space uh, and the battery uh, handheld space for GSP. Yeah. Or for professionals. Yeah, for professionals, yeah. Yep. That's awesome, man. Well, is there anything I'm missing that, that you wanted to share about the battery stuff? I mean, I know you're the professional, so I, I'm honestly not that well educated on battery. That's why I want to have this conversation. Yeah. So is there anything that I haven't asked that you want to share? I mean... No, I think that the charging solution side, we didn't really talk about much about that. Yeah, but that's, that's a that's, big thing. You have to think about that. Charge especially, time. Yeah. I mean, we see a certain level that you know if customers get past one to two crews, they can generally charge whatever you know batteries they have on their existing infrastructure. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there needs to be some serious thought into what kind of trucks and trailers you drive. Maybe yeah. switch to enclosed. Uh, maybe investing if you own your property. Again, we know a lot of people lease their their uh, commercial sites. Investing in the electrical infrastructure to be able to charge all that power. What does it look like? What kind of what kind of device or charging system do you have to have to charge? Just maybe you just have just one lineup of two weed eaters, two blowers, mm-hmm. a chainsaw, whatever, a battery stuff. How do you how does that charging system look? Is it is it a big uh, investment to get something that can charge all that? Can you just plug it into an outlet? How does that work? Yeah, it depends on what your service is. Yeah. You know, where you are, uh, what your real estate really is, class mm-hmm. C, wherever wherever you're, what where amperage uh, you're able to support. Um, but multi-battery chargers, if you haven't seen already in the show, have become very popular. Yeah, something that's really efficient, you know, something that's you can easily take to what you have and not have to pay for, for example, an electrician to come yeah. out and add, you know, stuff because that costs thousands of dollars. Thousands, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's many ways to complete it, and every job site's different. Mm-hmm. Every landscape company's different. Um, but the charging, I think, the way that charging is solved, will really make the industry shift. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I think that's. Run, when you get run time and charge time figured out, I think yep. that is that's going to be the biggest the biggest shift. You is when you'll see is when you get that yeah. you get both of the you get the, the run time increase and the charge time decrease. Yeah. I think everyone solved the power slash performance. Yeah. That everyone's yeah. like, okay, this stuff this, this stuff does the job. Does the job. Yeah. Yeah. Now we have to improve those two areas moving exactly. forward. Yeah. Well, that's really cool, man. I appreciate your time today. If there's nothing else, where can everybody? I didn't get this one from Sean. Where can everybody go? Uh, to find Husqvarna dealers near them and kind yeah. of get in touch with Husqvarna. So it's as easy as just going to Husqvarna.com. We okay. have a really easy-to-use dealer locator. You can do it on your phone or on a website. Yeah. Um, it's just a map. Type in your city, zip code, whatever, just like anything else. Yeah. Uh, and you can find a, your closest dealer. You can see what kind of level dealer, if they're a crown-level dealer, a servicing dealer, um, and get that. Also, our website has all of our most up-to-date products. For example, the new you know, 525i yeah, yeah. Pro battery line that's starting to ship in March 1st of 2023 um pretty much see everything and we keep everything up to date as we can awesome man well i appreciate your time today look forward to uh seeing what battery power has to hold in the future yeah thanks man absolutely appreciate it 
All right, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed that interview uh, with Husqvarna there. We didn't do our normal intro like we normally do, but I just wanted to hop straight into the interview and really keep it raw and fresh there on the showroom floor of Equip Expo. It was a really, really fun trip. We're probably going to do a debrief episode in the next one, probably the next episode, so maybe Friday's show will be a deep, a full debrief episode from Equip, and then we'll kind of wrap up everything that happened there uh, in that show. We don't want to drag it on too long because I know time-sensitive content, you know, people want to come back and listen and it actually uh, affect them 10 years down the road. So anyway, I hope you did enjoy that interview with Husvarna. Uh, this is not sponsored content by any way, shape, or form. This is just a cool conversation that I wanted to have. I was walking by their booth, connected with somebody there who – uh, could, could talk with us there about their marketing and wanted to see about what products they're wanting to talk about and uh, how we could get that message out there to the world uh, with maybe doing a podcast like we just did. And so who knows what's going to come to have uh, in the future. Uh, we might work together in the future, but Husqvarna is a cool product that I think is an interesting one. Um, like I said at the beginning of the interview, uh, at least uh, in the commercial grade field, we I typically look at Husqvarna and I think, okay, they're a pretty good brand, but they're more of an entry-level residential grade mower, maybe entry-level commercial, things like that. They sell to big box store lows, things like that. Um, but So I didn't ever really know what the quality was like. Well, I wanted to have this interview for that exact reason. I wanted to talk with the um, with the guys about their turf equipment and then their battery-powered handheld stuff because apparently they're really good at both. So we had this interviews, and I hope I hope you got some value out of it. I really enjoyed it. I, I learned a lot from it. Um, their turf equipment, I can really say, is it, it really stood the test, um, for the demo yard at least. I mean, I only got to be on it for five minutes, but I really I, I put it – to the test as much as you can put it to the test in a, in a demo yard. Um, but ran it really hard, full speed, things like that. I looked over the frame and everything. It looked really solid. The, the deck looked really, really solid. That's a big thing for me. When you're rowing commercially, you never know. Accidents are going to happen. You can, A pipe could be sticking up out of the field. You could hit a center block or something. There's no telling what you can hit mowing. So deck, uh, deck durability is really huge for me. And it really seemed to pass the test uh, from what I could look at and tell. I would like to get my hands on one in the future and really look into it. But I think there's a really cool market there that they have because it's not a it's not a bad thing to say, hey, you're really a residential mower, entry-level commercial grade. I think they could take that and run with it because we they can say, hey, we are in an entry-level uh, mower. Our price packages are really, really good. You can get a price package deal for like 12000 15000 something like that maybe uh, for everything bundled together, truck, I mean not truck, but trailer, mower, blower, weed eater, all the things like that. Like it, You could get started up and have all that same brand, um, all under the same warranty, things like that. And so I think it's a really good option for guys that are starting up. And I think it could be an option that worked for you. I definitely looked this route in the beginning of my business. I went to a couple dealers that had those package deals and looked them over. Uh, they seem to be pretty good. Like I, Like I said, I mean, we didn't end up doing it. I just decided to go a different route. I've been with Deer from day one uh, just because that's what we ran in uh, the business that I was working for before. In this business, before I owned it, we had always ran Deer. Uh, so that's just what I had gotten known, and we, we went from there. So um, I don't know. where The whole reason for that interview was, like I said, it was just one that interested me. I think they have some cool things coming in the future with the battery handheld equipment. That's something that I think they're going to be doing some cool things in the next year or two to help with the charging. Uh, if you get that charge time down and the runtime higher, battery powered equipment could be here to stay because the biggest thing, like you said, the power is here. And I think everybody agrees with that at this point is the power is there, but we got to figure out how to keep it running longer. And when you do have to charge it, it doesn't have to charge as fast. Cause I don't, don't quote me on this, but I heard 
from the down down the tree here that that Kawasaki was coming out with some weed eaters that took eight minutes to charge them from from start to finish. They were from dead battery to full battery. It took them eight minutes. Now I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that was just word around the around the show there. I'd seen somebody talk about it post on their Instagram. I don't remember who it was. But um, if that's the case, then they got some steep competition to catch up to. But um, really cool things with Husqvarna. I, they were really super, super guys to, to talk with while we were there in the booth that day at Equip. Um, and just really fun doing an interview with them and getting to hear some more about their products and things moving forward. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the show today. It's a little different than normal, but, hey, that's what you get live on the show floor. You never know what you're going to get into. If you missed it, come next year. Uh, like I said, we'll do a full debrief on Friday. But uh, if you – don't have your taste to launch for an academy. I highly, highly encourage you to get those. I will back that from uh, all that I have. I mean, everything that I bought off Launch for an Academy has been great resources from Brian. I know he's going to put on a great event at Launch for an Academy Live here in about two weeks, two and a half weeks. So if you don't have your tickets for that, sign up. Hotels are booked. I mean, they're on their third back, uh, their third hotel, I think, for room blocks. So uh, get in while you can. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody there. So without any further ado, that is going to wrap this one up, I think. And we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.